are. Hey, Fritz Berger, bloodandfaith.com. It's Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Listening to a little snippet of Tucker Carlson today. Uh, he was on the war room with uh, Steve Bannon, and he was musing about the darkness that has come upon the earth, essentially. And he's saying, I, I don't understand it. He says, I do not understand this darkness. There's a wholesale assault on everything that's good and right and pure and true and normal. And uh, so many people have a utter fear of standing up and embracing the truth and marching forward with the, the truth. And he admitted that he did too, that for years he did, uh, and, 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 and until his eyes were opened. And then he made some personal choices to embrace the truth regardless of the cost. And of course, long story short, he got fired out of Fox News. And uh, But the point is this, he says, I don't know what the source of it is. He said, and he didn't, you know, he's not, he doesn't talk about religion or God or the devil or angels or anything like that. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't go into the spiritual ease. We're in a spiritual warfare and it's good versus he, he says, but there's something not right. He says, I, I haven't figured this out yet. And so I thought I'd take my stab, at least from my point of view. I think I've figured it out because I asked the same questions. I asked these questions of myself several years ago. And, and for me, the question was this, why, why the hatred towards the white race? Why the hatred towards the white race? And, and Tucker Carlson, he doesn't ask that question. He says, why are we, why have we imported literally millions of young military age males? And why now are the Democrat Party calling for these military age males to join the United States military uh, to get, become citizens and have guns? He says, nobody's talking about this, and we need to talk about it. Why are you bringing in millions of Africans and Latin Americans who are aliens? They're, they're literally, they're aliens. They don't speak our language. They don't have our culture. They don't have our religion. They're completely alien to America. And you're going to turn around and you're going to arm them all with weapons, with modern weapons. Uh, that's the, clearly the plan. That's pl clearly the plan. Uh, uh, Senator Dick Durbin, he just came out with that. Oh, yeah, let them all in. Let them all in and put them in the military. We don't have enough military guys, so let's put the illegals in the military and make them uh, U.S. citizens. And Tucker was going, there's something not right. And he was, he's going on about the personal pronouns. How can you do this? And, you know, why is it that our news agencies that, you know, CNNs of the world and Fox News, he said they just... There's not even an attempt to get to the truth. It's lie after lie after lie after lie to push a narrative, to brainwash people. And uh, at the end of the day, he's going to start up his own news network, which, which you know, it's neither here nor there as far as this show goes. But I asked these questions in, in a slightly different way. I said, what, what, what this hatred of the white race? It's not... Oh, you know, some white people did some bad things and, and we're just trying to do a little course correction. No, 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 no. It's a deep and utter hatred towards the white race. Where does this come from? And I was exposed to this in, in my PhD program. They, they taught us it. I mean, the, the, I still remember very distinctly one professor saying that the, the source of all the problems in the world today are the straight white European men. With a straight face. The source of all the evil in the world today is the straight, white, Christian, European men. 
And at that point, I, I, I'm just trying to get through the program, right? And so you got to put up with nonsense. you got to put up with all this nonsense. But I, I never forgot that. And, and he talked about this guy, Noel Ignatiev. This, of course, he didn't say he was Jewish. He would never say that. Uh, a man who said, basically, we have to abolish the white race. And, and, the, and he, he's passed away, thank God. But his whole platform in life was the abolition of the white race, the, the cultural, ideological, and genetic abolition of the white race. And he's a Jewish hero to this day. Look him up, Noel Ignatiev. He's a Jewish hero, hero with the, with the Jews. You would think this guy would be hounded out of any university that he taught at. You would think this guy would be denounced and renounced by any decent organization. Oh, no, no. Featured him in Harvard Magazine. Featured him in, in the, the Atlantic and some other very prominent nationwide newspapers and his ideas, promoting his ideas. And, and I, I had to go, I said, why is this, where is this, what is this hatred? What is it? It's a deep, deep, deep demonic hatred. It's more than just, hey, you know, the white folks screwed up a few generations ago and you know, no, no, it's an utter hatred towards the white race. And so I went to the only place that I know where to go. I went to the Holy Scriptures. I, I, I've got the PhD, folks. It's not like I'm ignorant. It's not like I don't know what else is out there. I said, but there, I said, there's something going on. And I started with Scriptures. I, I don't know, I probably read the Bible backwards, Revelation, uh, Acts, uh, the Gospels, the Prophets. <laughs> Got back to the book of Genesis. Genesis 3.15. And it was like, O-M-G. O-M-G. Can I say that? O-M-G. And this is after the fall. And the Lord Jesus Christ confronts Adam and Eve and the serpent, the devil. And, and the Almighty, the Lord God the Lord God in a form of Jesus Christ because no man has seen the Father. So who was Adam and Eve talking to? They're talking to the only begotten Son of God who is also the creator of all things. And this God, this creator, this Jesus Christ, he said, listen, I'm going to put a hatred, a deep-seated hatred between the devil's children and the seed of the woman. Who's the seed of the woman? It's Jesus Christ. And those in Jesus Christ. So when Christians come along and say, hey, we just want everybody to get along. First of all, you're fighting against Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ said, I will introduce the enmity. I'm going to put the enmity there. I'm going to put a deep hatred between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. Other people say, Israel is, is the woman. Okay, I, I accept that. I accept that. It, but I don't mean the Israel of today. I mean the Israel of, of the patriarchs. God's chosen people. God's chosen race. And if you're not in Jesus Christ, there is no salvation for you. But the bottom line is this. Once you connect Genesis 3.15 with 
Matthew chapter 3, Matthew chapter 12, Matthew chapter 23, John chapter 8, Revelation 2, Revelation 3, it all comes together. Once you understand that the gospel goes is designed to go to the Europeans, it all comes together. Once you understand that the Holy Scriptures were written exclusively in a European tongue after the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, it comes together. Once you understand that the one place on the planet that becomes Christendom is Europe, it all comes together. Once you understand that Paul was sent to find and convert the Europeans, it all comes together. Once you understand and read 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16, a certain people that are hostile to all mankind and desire to prevent people from even hearing the gospel so that it could be saved, it starts coming together. Once you understand that Jesus Christ, God Almighty, the Lord God, the Creator, He says, I'm going to put hatred between the seed of the serpent. What's the seed of the serpent? The serpent is the devil. What's the seed of? It's his children. Who are the children of the devil? John chapter 8, verse 44. Jesus Christ looks at the Jews and he tells the Jews, you are of your father the devil. You don't have to guess. You don't have to wonder. He says it again in John, or excuse me, Revelation chapter 2. He says these people that are calling themselves Jews, he says they're not really Jews. First of all, they're liars, but they call themselves Jews. So we'll roll with that. He says they're of the synagogue of Satan. And he says the same thing in Revelation chapter 3, verse 9. Those who call themselves Jews, but they're not. They're liars. They're the synagogue of Satan. These are identity thieves. They call themselves Jews. The Jews of John chapter 8 were not the biological descendants. They were not the offspring of Israel. They were not because they'd never been enslaved. And so Jesus Christ does us the favor of identifying Satan's seed. Jesus Christ identifies who the seed of the serpent are from Genesis 3.15. He says it in John chapter 8, verse 44, Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9. John the Baptist is very clear. He says, you brood of vipers. You brood of vipers. Matthew chapter 3. Who's he talking to? He's talking to these people that call themselves Jews. You brood of vipers. You brood of vipers. And, you go, and, and, and I, it's very important that people understand that you don't want to do a one-off on this. Just this scripture or that scripture. No, no, no. Go back and look at the book of, of Esther. Many peoples converted to Judaism because they're terrified of the Jews. The Jews in the book of Esther did not worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They did not. They did not adopt the, they did not follow the, the commandments of Moses. They did not. They set up a whole new holiday called Purim. Has nothing to do, nothing whatsoever to do with Moses. It's to the God of chance. And they began murdering people whom they perceived were their enemies. Jesus Christ says, hey, listen, you over your father, the devil, and you do your deeds of your father. He was a liar, 
and a murder from the beginning. So what would we expect out of Satan's children? Lies and murder. We see murder in Esther. We see murder in Acts. We see murder in the Gospels. So there is a war going on. Is it a spiritual war? You know, this is, this is the part that gets me a little bit. Sure, it's a spiritual war. But you know what? When, when your kid... Something bad happens to your kid. It's not just a spiritual thing that happened to them. They actually went through some physical trauma. They went through some things physically, mentally, and emotionally. They're not just kind of you know out there in a spiritual realm. Maybe they really did get beat up. Maybe your daughter really did have something horrendous happen to her. Um, maybe you have family members, and, and when bad things happen, I mean, really physically bad things happen to them. The idea that this is just a spiritual battle is, 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 is cowardice and escapism on the part of the church. It's not just spiritual. Oh, we fight our spiritual battles. No, that's fine. But let me tell you something. Jesus Christ physically was crucified. Don't give me this stuff. It's all spiritual. Don't give me that stuff. Don't want to hear it. Stephen actually was stoned to death. He was murdered. James was murdered. With great applause from the Jews. Oh, that's good. When Stephen was murdered, they laid their cloaks at the feet of Saul. Young man, young man. And they physically murdered Stephen. When you read the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 38, they actually were sawn in two. Don't lecture me about, oh, this is just a spiritual battle. No, it's not. When the African and the Muslim invaded Christian Europe, that was not just a spiritual battle. And I'm, I'm tired of, of Christians. It becomes a cop-out. It's a biological battle. It's a physical battle. It's a kinetic battle. And it's a spiritual battle. It's all of the above. And let me tell you something. I'll just give you a real quick example. If all the Christians in the world stopped having babies, how many Christians would be left in one generation? Zero. Zero. Most people that are Christian are Christian because of something that their ancestors did. Like convert to Jesus Christ. This is why Europe is called Christendom. Okay, this the, you you can't be a Christian unless you have a you're a biological entity. If nobody's born, nobody can become Christian. Don't tell me this is all just about uh, the, the the spirit. Now, is this a little theological? Sure, it is. First John, chapter two, verse twenty-two. Who is the Antichrist? He who denies that the Messiah, that Jesus Christ, the Christ is important. Christ means the anointed one of God, has already come in the flesh. That he's already, he's come in the flesh. It's not just spiritual. It's in the flesh, in the flesh, in the flesh. One of the th mistakes that I think the church has done is try to spiritualize everything. Oh, we wage, not we... Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Uh-huh, uh-huh, is that right? Uh-huh, is that, is that what you, you tell David? Is that what you told David? Oh, David, you put that sword away. Our battle's not against flesh and blood. 
Is that uh, what you tell Moses? Oh, Moses, uh, you know, uh, don't worry about all these Egyptians running around in their steel iron chariots killing your people. It's just all in your mind. <laughs> Is that what you're going to tell Jesus Christ when he looks at his disciples? He says, get some swords, buddy. Get some swords. Well, Jesus didn't really mean No, he really did mean it. He said, get some swords. And the disciples said, yeah, here's two. He says, yeah, yeah, okay, that'll, that'll do for what we need to get done. That's fine. He said, get swords. Get, these weren't paring knives that he told me. He said, you get swords. These are short swords that were designed to skewer men. Well, our blood battle is against flesh and blood. Battle is not against flesh and blood. It's spiritual. And again, I, you know, I'll go back to what I've said for, I don't know, a long time now. The church has done everything it can to avoid confrontation with the seed of the serpent. To the extent that we act as a false prophet and tell the world and tell the church and tell the nations to worship that which Jesus referred to as the devil's seed in the synagogue of Satan. It's not a pretty picture that I'm painting. As I mentioned, I think, in the podcast yesterday, we, our sickness in the church is so deep, and we don't even see it. It's so deep, and, it, and it, ha, it goes to the heart of what we believe and what we teach and what we say. And, and it ends up that we're utterly, A, ignorant, and B, ashamed of embracing what Jesus Christ said. What do you mean there's going to be, what do you mean God would never introduce hatred? Oh, well, excuse me. Genesis 3.15, I will introduce enmity between the seed of the woman, Israel, and the seed of the serpent. And I don't mean the modern Israel. I mean the Israel of God. I mean the Israel of God. The white race. If we would have him. And this hatred comes from Satan and it's worked through his children and his synagogue and his people. And he's a liar and a murderer and so are his children. Now, how do we stop this? Well, we don't stop it by pretending it does not exist. The fifth commandment, I don't care who you are, who your ancestors are, the fifth commandment demands that we honor our ancestors. Church has utterly abandoned that. And the white race has been taught to be ashamed of who we are. It goes all, it goes, it, it, and it starts in grade school. You ever go to grade school or junior high and you see all these pictures of uh, World War II and the, 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 you know, the Holocaust, you, you, everybody's got a Holocaust, it's, most states mandate it. And you see these horrible pictures of, of, of <laughs> allegedly of dead Jews that died in gas chambers. Oh, it was those German, it was the, it was the white people that did this, is the message. And it's drilled into you from when you're little kids, single digits. And, and that's, it's, it's almost like this is, this is the, this is the sacred cow. This is the, the, the thing that you must never question. 
Now, did many bad things happen to many people over the course of history? Of course. Why is that particular one drilled into us? By law. There's a lot more white people murdered in World War II than there were Jews. A lot more white people. Innocent white people. Civilians. Don't hear about that, do you? You don't hear about Eisenhower's plan to uh, genocide the German people, do you? Don't hear that much, do you? Probably never heard. Some of you never heard of that. Look it up. Look at how Eisenhower jammed these Germans into concentration camps and refused to feed them or clothe them in the wintertime. Well, we don't want to talk about that. No, of course you don't. It doesn't fit the narrative. So, yeah, there's a darkness there. And, and just as God has his people, the Israel of God, not this modern fraud out there, identity thieves, and the church is very happy to say, oh, God works through his people. He doesn't just show up and magic happens. He has somebody come up and share the gospel and tell the gospel to somebody. He has somebody come up and feed the sick, feed the sick, feed the sick, help the sick and feed the hungry and whatever it is. You've got to have people to do it. Yet somehow we believe that all the evil in the world just magically happens. We just don't understand it. And you, uh, over the, in the Bible, over and over again, there's evil people and evil nations, evil races, and God has no problem calling them out. Oh, you can't say that, says the modern church pastor. You can't just... Uh, paint, uh, you know, you just can't say, oh, all oh, those people are bad or evil. There's some really good ones. Well, I, listen, did not Jesus Christ say, hey, listen, the, the judgment day, I'm going to judge the nations. I'm going to bring the nations before me. I'm going to sort out the goat nations and the sheep nations. Sheep nations, come with me. Goat nations are going to go to hell. Oh, but you have to judge everybody individually. The church makes up their own stuff. I mean, sure. Will people get judged individually? Sure they will. But he also judges nations. Uh, Luke chapter 19, maybe verse 27. Not sure. Jesus Christ said, hey, these people, these people, not, you know, Sam and, and Sally and, and John and Joan. This, these people, this, this ethnos that didn't want me to rule over them, Bring them here and slaughter them in my presence. Anybody ever hear of, 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 of the uh, Great Flood? Well, God would never just judge everybody. The, the, the children, is it? The Great Flood, everybody died. All humans died except eight men, women, babies, teenagers, six year olds. We've, we've created a, a Jesus Christ that's inoffensive to the world. That's what we've done. I've, I've said that. I'll, I'll never stop saying that. Jesus Christ 2.0, Jesus Christ 3.0. Next you know, will be homosexual. Some of these churches. Oh, I think he was... You know, you got these... It's just, it's evil. And, and Jesus Christ is literally the creator. And there's a lot of things that are very offensive in the Bible too. Uh, modern men who have been conditioned by the Antichrist to reject that which God has said. But back to the premise of, of this podcast. There is a great evil. 
Okay, and, and it's not going away unless you start dealing with reality as the Bible talks about reality, not as as it, as you want it to be. And I, I guess I have to talk more about this. The Bible talks about d different and distinct ethnos. They're not all the same. We're not all the same. Oh, but God loves everybody. Okay, fine. That's fine. But different people are different. I got cats. I used to have a dog. I used to have a bunch of chickens. They ain't the same. <laughs> God may love them all, but they're they're not the same. They're different. And the hatred towards the white race is because it's the race of Christendom. That's why. And who comes after the race of Christendom? It's the seed of the serpent. That's why. Who? I mean, nobody's going after these other races. Nobody's going after them. It's, it's the destruction of the white race. And when Tucker talks about this, you know, he says, well, the America that I grew up is gone. I mean, we're destroying it. You can't just import millions of people that, that aren't American and call it America. He actually said this. He says, you import the third world, you become the third world. That's a great meme floating out there somewhere. And that's true. Just because you show up here doesn't mean you become a German Protestant with with a thousand years of German genes running through you, thinking like a German, acting like a German, behaving like a German, or a Norwegian, or an Englishman, worshiping our God. The hatred is towards the white race. And and the roots are in Genesis 3.15. The, the sooner the white race grabs a hold of this, the more we can protect ourselves. We have to stop agreeing with our enemies. Stop agreeing that we ought to be abolished as a, as a race, as an ethnos. Stop agreeing with them that we're somehow we're guilty of all the sins of mankind. And we have to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, hang on a second. This is wrong. This is evil. This evil goes back to Genesis 3.15. The hatred of the children of God by the seed of the serpent, by the synagogue of Satan, by the children of the devil. You know who they are. Bloodandfaith.com. You can figure that out. Oh, but that would mean that we might be racist or anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why the synagogue of Satan refuses to uh, permit you to be that way, even though the Bible says something completely different. The church has not been helpful in this because we're, we're embarrassed of what Jesus Christ has said. Embarrassed of Genesis 3.15. Embarrassed of John 8.44. Embarrassed of Revelation 3.9. 2.9. Both. First Thessalonians, and, 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 and so if you reject what he says, how are you supposed to be protected? If you reject literally the words of Jesus Christ, how do you expect any protection? And this is a heavy lift for the church because it's going to be a 180 degree turn for a lot of churches. And some churches can't do it. They won't do it. I, I spent a lot of time in D.C., District of Columbia over the last three years. Every church in the district has the homosexual flag out front. They're not changing. 
but I can I I can go right to your most Protestant churches and and you know pastors coming oh I'm we're going to preach against racism in all its forms well nobody preaches against about the hatred towards the white race I, I do <laughs> nobody preaches about the hatred towards the white race and it comes out of Genesis three fifteen there's a hatred between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent unfortunately the the church thinks it's their job to submit to the seed of the serpent instead of resist the seed of the serpent. This is where a lot of our, this is why we're being invaded. This is why North America are being invaded by non-Europeans, non-Christians. This is why. It's the genocide project. Seed of the woman, seed of the serpent. It's a genocide project. That's where it comes from. And, and, and it, it, it's a big lift to accept this in one's mind. Because we've been taught all our lives that you've got to bow down and grovel before a certain group of people. And all our lives that you can't be, all of, you have to obey all of Satan's commandments. You can't be racist and sexist and homophobic and transphobic and anti-Semitic and Islamophobic. And, you know, you want to barf at the end of it. This is the lift. And it's got to come out of the pulpits, man. It's got to come out of the pulpits. Nobody else is going to change. Nobody else is going to challenge this. Nobody else will challenge this. But I'm telling you, this is the Word of God. It's in the Word of God. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.